My name is James Rowlands, and I am a lifelong wrestling fan. In 2015, I started a podcast with my friend, Dan White, reviewing the WWE Network and seeing if it's worth the $9.99 a month. It was. And since then, every month, we watch the latest WWE pay-per-views, NXT, and now 205 Live. Still continuing our journey through the network, watching ECW, WCW, and all its classic content. Until we've watched it all, we are with you, and we are the WNR. Yes, hello. I am James Rowlands, and as always, I'm joined by... Dan White. Welcome to the Autumn Anthology Part 2. I hear voices in my head, they counsel me, they understand, they talk to me. Well, before we get to the top five, let's watch Randy in arguably his best year, and that is 2013. And uh, on the 14th of July... He's in the all-star Money in the Bank ladder match. To have once reached a lifelong dream, there are no lengths you won't go to get it back. WWE Money in the Bank, seven former champions battle in a Money in the Bank all-stars ladder match for a WWE championship opportunity in this unprecedented event. It's the return of Rob this is the third time RVD is featured in a Randy Orton match on, on these podcasts. He's at the Royal Rumble yes, as a surprise, and now he's back here as a surprise. Yes, and uh, he also lost to Randy Orton for Orton's first taste of gold. So we've seen RVD come out, we're going to see who else is going to be in this all-star Money in a Bank ladder match. Talk about all-stars. Christian just wants one more match. He needs one more chance to become Money in a Bank. Daniel Bryan next. I mean, he's a legend in his own right. Very short WWE career. Too short, some might say, but nonetheless, very impactful. Yes, 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 yes. But it's not the Daniel Bryan special podcast, so we won't focus on him No. tonight. No, no. No. Well, it's a little bit different round the autumn to the last one we saw, isn't it? It is indeed, yes. His, uh, his tattoo sleeves have fully developed. His hair's got even shorter, and he's got a bit of a stubble there. Yeah, it's been six years. And that is right. Nobody's safe when the Viper is around. But the main question, how many RKOs are we going to see in this ladder match? Now, how many did we see in the last podcast, Dan? Ten. So, how many just this match... I'm go- well, you go first, because I went first last time. I'm going to say five, one for each opponent. I'm going to say six. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we shall see. It's Seamus, the Celtic warrior, coming out here. And <laughs> listen to that response. It's the best in the world. In his last year in the WWE, CM Punk. Got the crowd in the palm of his hand. You see, you talk about Randy Orton. I don't like it when CM Punk's got the facial features here. I, don't, I like the little goatee or the moustache. There was none bigger than CM Punk. You hear that? <laughs> what King just said. Well, King don't know shit, does he? 
Don't worry, the BITW is here now. Could he become a three-time Money in the Bank winner here tonight? Well, by the looks of everyone in this match, it does look to be a fucking great Money in the Bank ladder match. And the crowd chanting for RVD and every the other five men just going and taking out <laughs> Rob Van Dam. Who are they going to gang up on next? Oh. Well, he goes for Christian and now they're all taking out Seamus. <laughs> oh, there you go. Seamus is gone. And then there was four. <laughs> right, now it's, so all he needs to do is take Christian out now. No, they're, going oh, no. For, uh, they're teaming up two and twos now. I love Christian anyway. Punk and Christian. Brian and Orton. CM Punk and Brian. Now Rob Van Damme's trying to make his way back into the ring, but he gets cut off by Brian and Punk. Seamus is back in the ring. Oh! Takes out Brian and Punk with a ladder. Yeah, but Chris Christian is... perched on top. He gets swatted with a ladder. Oh! Oh! oh. But... And Orton takes out Seamus with a lovely dropkick. Another dropkick. We've seen him hit a dropkick in every single match that he's had. <laughs> so there we go. Right in the button as well. Oh, looking to take out RVD. He ducks... Goes low on Orton. Oh, the top to Seamus. Punk, this, so, <laughs> Punk trying his luck with RVD now, but gets knocked to his ass. Yeah, it's too much action to stop. And now Christian the call. I was to say, who's got the most ladder experience in this match? Christian. Hey, Christian? Well, Punk's two-time man in the bank. Christian's two-time TLC winner. Yeah, and RVD was in East W all the ladders, though, so... All right, then, Orton. Because <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is all about Orton. <laughs> well... You know what? I reckon whoever wins this match... He's got the most experience. He's got the most experience. I, I agree with that one. And now RVD's got the crowd. Oh, he's just hit Sheamus. Yeah, a lovely baseball side there. Sheamus was trying to bring a ladder into the match. And one for Punk as he was trying to get a ladder. Boo! Oh, Christian going for the unprettier. Or kill switch as it later becomes. Yeah, unprettier's a better... Oh my God! Probably the only man he can lift up over his head is Christian. <laughs> Daniel Bryan. Oh, yeah. RVD puts him down. Oh, spinning heel kick. Bryan lands on the ladder. We're going to see a bit of rolling thunder. Every time Orton's in now, I expect an RKO. <laughs> <laughs> well, he throws RVD out, but Rob Van Dam holds on. Tries to make a U-turn. Oh. Orton charges at him, but he gets caught with a foot in his head. Tumbles onto the ladder. Oh, no. He's in a precarious position now. Don't do it, Rob. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Christian. Oh. Saving Orton by knocking RVD off the ladder, uh, off the ring post, onto top ropes, onto ladders. Thank you, James. And now Christian's got the Hornswoggle ladder. Oh, takes out CM Punk. Now Christian throwing loads of ladders into the ring. Or oh, two. <laughs> and Orton's in trouble. Hit Orton on the back with a little Hornswoggle ladder and then throws it to the outside. Pointless, but I think maybe because he realises now is his opportunity, can Christian become money in the bank? Will Seamus stop him? Oh, Seamus manages to stop him. Big shoulder bars to the midsection of Christian. Seamus's turn to try and climb the ladder. Yeah, but Christian, like I say, with all his experience, not going to let Seamus get very far. Well, saying that though, Christian does need help sometimes to win the money. In the, well, to win ladder matches. Oh, Seamus from behind. He needs some help now. <laughs> that was a landing and a half. RVD's just tipped the ladder where Seamus was up top and the referees had to come in there to see if Seamus hadn't broke his leg. How is Seamus up? I have no idea. Oh, that would be painful. A rolling sent on by Seamus and RVD might be out of this match, but Brian stirring. No. 
Grabs Aldo Sheamus' foot but gets kicked off the edge of the ring apron oh. and has his head bounced off the announce table. I wonder why Daniel Bryan had to retire due to, and Christian had to retire due to neck injuries. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... Indeed. Oh, and Sheamus is setting up the ladder in between the announce table and the on the apron as Bryan's in trouble. Oh, but he holds on to the top rope trying to pull himself back into the ring. And out of harm's way from Seamus. <laughs> Good news, Seamus, you avoided the ladder. Yes. Bad news. avoid <laughs> Brian's knees. Yeah. And this is the least we've seen of Randy Orton. Where is he? Oh, there you go. Oh, well, we know he's going to win this little feud here, aren't we, between Punk and Orton. Of course it's Orton. And Punk just hammer-fisting Orton on the top of the head. You'd like but to Orton, have a fist <laughs> Orton doesn't give up that easily and there was a disastrous headbutt to the best in the world. Yeah, but Punk so tough. Oh, Christian. Christian in there with a swift kick to the head takes Punk out. And now he's got the clubbing blows to the back of Randy Orton. Yeah, easily disposing of Randy as Christian now climbs <laughs> oi, the ladder. Oi, oi, this is the Orton special. Yeah, my bad. But the best in the world, seeing Punk. He's climbing that ladder. He's, he can touch a briefcase. But the goat is setting up a ladder. Oh, my word. And Christian doing it for his peeps. Oh, big uppercut there from Orton to Punk. Sends him crashing to the mat. Oh, six men on two ladders all reaching for the briefcase. That would make a good podcast slash DVD cover. <laughs> and Punk swings and it, the case out of the way. And it never came Everyone back. reaching for it. Oh! And all six men have crashed to the mat below. <sighs> what Randy Orton <laughs> doing his Peter Griffin Orton knee busted open that's the biggest bump Orton has taken in his podcast <laughs> that's why his career's gone on so long that's why unlike Brian and uh, Christian he's still in the game Seamus now set up the ladder in the corner trying to get to his feet uh oh oh big handle there to Punk one to Robert <laughs> oh one to Daniel. Oh, one to Randall. <laughs> and now it looks like Shane was going to get it, but here comes Christian. At last, he's on his own. <laughs> oh, but gets caught in the midsection and now up. Fully. <laughs> Irish curse backbreaker. A white noise. Oh. <laughs> Bro kick. <sighs> Shane Is that your... <sighs> I've just got something right. Got something right. <sighs> Dickhead. And now Shane is going to get it because Christian's got out of the ring. Well, Van Damme's up, though, but <laughs> Seamus was wise to that and just uses the ladder to stop RVD and delivers a hellish big boot. Bro kick. Big boot to the head of Rob Van Dam. <laughs> well, he hit the bro kick down. It's his finisher, for God's sake. Oh, my God. Can he get the briefcase? No, Brian's up there to cut him off. Yes. Oh, no. The 10 beats of the ballot. <laughs> I thought this is the white noise. <laughs> This the Irish Ghost backbreaker. Oh, and he just dumps Brian off. It's his Seamus' to lose. He's there. He's got it. But Punk's managed to recover. Pulls Seamus <laughs> off by trunks. I swear that fucking Money in the Bank briefcase is lower than it was the other night, though. <laughs> Isn't it now? They've just been pulling it down. <laughs> yeah, they've stretched a steel chain. <laughs> the fuck? That's how strong these men are, Dan. They can stretch steel. And CM Punk, talk about still, CM Punk still in this match. Can he stop Sheamus from getting the briefcase? Oh, I thought he'd gone home. <laughs> been that quiet. Well, where's Randy Orton? I think he's gone home. He's recovering, isn't he? Oh, he's recovering, is he? What, recovering alcoholic? He's Unlike recovering CM Punk, because... straight edge. 
unlike a majority of the men in this match, he's been around for ages. Huge knee by Punk on Sheamus on the ladder. Well, Punk with a ladder in between him and Sheamus, and Sheamus slamming to the mat, and he <laughs> bows in appreciation. See, Randy Orton doesn't care about getting appreciation from the fans. <laughs> He just does things to hurt you, like he is doing to Punk now. I uh, think Sheamus said backstage, I tell you what, guys, just fuck me up. <laughs> I'll be fine. Just hurt me. I'm going to find you. I'm going to hurt you. Punk trying his best to out-fight Orton, but Orton's not having any of it. Headbutts and blows and punches. Oh, no. And now he's got the leg hooked. Oh, sends Punk crashing into the ladder like he deserves. <laughs> best in the world. My ass! I don't think it is. I've seen it. It's not that great, boys and girls. Well, Randy all got lucky there in the exchange with CM Punk. <laughs> and see the replay of uh, Punk squashing Sheamus. And then getting thrown into the replay. ladder by Randy Hello. Orton. Oh, what, what, what's going on here then? Why don't you just leave Punk alone? Hmm? Bench and DDT on the limp, lifeless body of Punk. Finishing him off. <laughs> Punk playing possum. Match. He's playing possum in this Hello, match. possum. Hello, possums. And Randy Orton looks like a briefcase, but he can't go higher than a couple of steps, can he? <laughs> he could jump up and grab it because he's got that great leaping ability. <laughs> oh, hits him with Edge's spear. Oh, hits Brian with Edge's spear. Now maybe it's Christian's moment. Who knows what could happen here? Christian has got a weird yellow colour in his age as well. It's not really a tan, is it? I don't. He's is jaundice. It? Yeah, because we are in HD, and as he reaches towards the briefcase, very slowly. Very slowly. <laughs> Very slowly. But RVD's managed to recover. Got a ladder in his hands. Oh, and just deadens Christian's leg with a ladder. <laughs> and Rob Van Damme goes to climb the ladder, but Christian bounces straight up after that onslaught. For- <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Like, leg drop woke him up, and now Christian's saying, there you go. No, Christian setting the ladder up in the corner. This can't be good for anyone. He's got something cray-cray planned, hasn't he? Christian goes to the top trying to get it and RVD's woken back up again. Both men exchanging blows at the top of the ladder. Christian's been knocked down a few pegs. Yeah, but he'll get back up again, Dan, because that's what Christian can do. Teeter tottering on the ladder. Oh, but RVD steps to the other ladder that was set up in the corner. Well, Christian got hung up on the top rope. Oh, now RVD off the top. Oh, five-star frog splash off the top of the ladder. To Christian, who has been folded in half. And you said Rob Van Dam was phoning it in after a certain point in his career. This is him on his comeback match. And he lasted a fucking couple of, like, a month or so. I'm not surprised jumping off the top of fucking oh, ladders. Oh, fucking hell. Is it, anybody can jump off the top of a ladder. You do it. <laughs> it's all right. Give me a ladder. There's one outside in the garden. All right, here we go. Break. Fucking uh, <laughs> <laughs> told you. RVD to the top. He's got this. No one can stop him. Not even Seamus. And Seamus is back in the ring, stopping RVD. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> you guys. Nearly then. Oh, Seamus got it. I guarantee you Seamus will get the briefcase. RVD's fighting Seamus off. Seamus has crashed to the mat. And RVD's got it now. Oh, no, Seamus. D up on the top rope. <laughs> Very sportingly moves the ladder out of the way so RVD don't fall back onto it. He's not finished with him yet. Well, help Brian's come in. Kicked down Sheamus, and now he's, well, he's kicking between the Sheamus and Rob Van Dam. Well, you said RVD's got educated feet. I think Bryan's are just as educated. Even more dangerously so, I would say, with Daniel Bryan. And now he's got the ladder, but not set up. Hmm. He's going to use it as a weapon. 
Oh. Oh, Randy Orton. Yes, he is. Great play by Daniel. Sets the ladder up against Orton in the corner. Oh, running drop kick onto the ladder with Orton behind it. <laughs> and then dives out of the ring, sending Punk crashing into the ladders set up on the outside. Oh, my word. Oh, and a kick each for Seamus, uh, for Seamus and RVD. But Orton's managed to recover in that time. And delicately placing the ladder on the top rope. Brian's going cray-cray. Oh! oh! <laughs> Brian hitting Seamus with a ladder. Seamus goes crashing to the ladder that he set up on the outside. Well, he set his own, yeah, he, he sealed his own fate, hasn't he? And Seamus takes another sick bump, and he's probably out of the match. And now it's Daniel Bryan, so there's no one else there. No one else is in the ring. It's Curtis, Curtis Axel. Axel. What's Curtis Axel doing in this match? He's not involved in this match. Well, Curtis Axel's got famous father. Maybe he's associated with Randy Orton, Dan. Well, now he's taking out Daniel Bryan. This is the closest Curtis Axel will ever get to a WWE main event. <laughs> oh, but Punk... GTS to Axel. Well, Curtis Axel is a Paul Heyman guy. He just got GTS there. By a former Paul Heyman guy. And now Heyman saying to Punk, come on, go and get it. It's yours. But Heyman saying that's a guy he wants to win. And no one else is around. It looks like this match is CM Punk's to lose. And I mean, if he doesn't get this briefcase when there's no one else around, he must be a fucking moron, James. I just hope... Everyone that- else is... Down around him. Exactly. So if someone does cost him it, then it would be the ultimate misfortune. Well, he's got his friend in his corner willing him on. Yes. What could possibly go wrong? Nothing. Exactly. No one there to... If he doesn't get that briefcase, he is a fucking tool. (laughs) Where is Randy Orton? He's biding his time, isn't he? He's biding his time. He's a fucking clever wrestler. He ain't going to think, yeah, I'll just get in the ring. See, look, Randy Orton set that up for Paul Heyman to do that. Heyman's just betrayed CM Punk. Hit him with a ladder. Why, Paul? Why? Not again. Randy Orton's never been beaten up by a really old bald man with a fucking ridiculous ponytail. Hulk Hogan. Oh, and Heyman's just thrown a ladder. The back of CM Punk. My God, Heyman. Heyman has just levelled Punk. Paul Heyman has just knocked out CM Punk and left him dribbling in his sleep on the fucking canvas. He's busted him open. Yeah. Heyman has busted open CM Punk. What a horrible end to the friendship. And CM Punk can't believe it. And RVD is going to come in and pick the bones. Hey, come on, Randy. Randy's going to pull RVD off. Boom, into an RKO. Hey, at least we saw one. (laughs) One that matters. All it takes. Go on, Randy. Get up and get that briefcase. You earned it, my son. You deserved it, my son. <laughs> it's the hardest match he's ever wrestled, Randy Orton. And on the second part of the RKO game, Dan wins because he said five and James said six. So Who I cares was about closest. that? Only one RKO, but the money in the bank is Randy's. What do you think of the match, Dan? I've seen better money in the bank ladder matches, but again, you know, you, you had a couple of very good bumps. You had a good little side angle in it with Curtis Axel and CM Punk and the Paul Heyman part to it. But at the end of it, the best man won in the Legends All-Stars match. <laughs> oh, right. Because it's Randy Orton special. I suppose I let that slide. But, oh, yeah, the match was uh, was good. Not the best man in the match, but thoroughly enjoyable. Well, you know, we get... Uh, 
If you get to see at least one high spot and a fucking horrifying looking bump, and fortunately Seamus took two horrifying looking bumps, and you know we got to see the high spot of uh, RVD diving off the top of the ladder. Yeah, you know it was it was a good exciting match. Yeah. So at the Money in the Bank, we've just seen he uh, cashed in on Brian at SummerSlam. And after holding the WWE title for four months at TLC, he faced a different challenge, world champion John Cena. Who would be the first ever WWE world heavyweight champion in this unforgettable TLC match, which was the 15th of December, 2013? Randy Orton, the WWE champion. A championship with a rich history held by all the greats. From Buddy Rogers to Bruno San Martino to Bob Backlund to Hulk Hogan to Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock to The Undertaker, John Cena, the world heavyweight champion. A championship with an even longer lineage going back to Luke Fez, Pat O'Connor, to Harley Race, to Ric Flair, to Dusty Rhodes, to the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. To Triple H. For the first time in history, both the WWE title and the World Championship will be hung above the ring and contested in a tables, ladders, and chairs match between John Cena and Randy Orton. This is a match 11 years in the making. Champions. 
So, I mean, John Cena has been an integral part of Randy Orton's career, hasn't he, Dan? Yeah, well, their careers have pretty much paralleled, you know. When Orton was winning the Intercontinental Championship, John Cena was the US champion. And, you know, their careers have actually gone side by side. Yeah. Well, one thing Orton always said, he had a little bit of height on everybody, a little bit of height on Cena, a little bit of height on Batista. So even though they were more muscular, he still looked, you know what I mean, in their league because of his height. But it's a nice way to finish up everything we've been watching, do you know what I mean, before we get onto the RKO list. It, it just it wraps everything up in a nice little bow, doesn't it? It does, yes. Yeah, 11 years. And, of course, since 2015, that's when we've been watching, haven't we? Yeah. So, you know, it comes comes about full circle. It's how we've stopped this match. Is, it was made redundant once they walked back the Universal title. <laughs> but still, we won't look at it like that. Indeed. But Randy Orton's got some experience in ladder matches now, hasn't he, after the money in the bank? He has indeed. John Cena's won Money in the Bank as well. Yeah, no, but I'm saying this year. You know, Cena might have forgotten it was a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah, he's got oh, out to climb a ladder. He's got to do ladder. Randy Orton has, guess what? Has he never faced... Has he never been in a TLC match? Yeah, how do you know that? Just a guess. Just a guess. Oh, I know Randy Orton. Yeah. Don't need to guess. That's what that. There's only guessing? four other men that have held the world championship more than Orton to this point. And I bet you can list them all, can't you? John Cena, 14 yeah. times. Ric Flair, Edge, Triple H. Yeah. So, Dan, in your unbiased opinion, who's the biggest star? John Cena, Randy Orton. I think John Cena's got more marketability, but Randy Orton's obviously the biggest star. <laughs> So Randy Orton is the biggest star. Well, he's still about now. Where's Cena, huh? You know what I mean? He's just returned. Randy, oh, okay, all right. He's coming back, but Randy Orton has been defending and fighting for the WWE Championship this past year, whilst John Cena's been away in Hollywood making films. Does the Marine. Orton does the Marine too. <laughs> John Cena does Nicky Bella. Randy Orton does Nicky Bella too. <laughs> what do you prefer, Viper or Apex Predator? I prefer the Apex Predator. Oh, yeah? Because I used to work for Apex Engineering when I first left school. Oh, there we go. I knew it would be something. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Randy. Cena sucks. Champions of champions. As you see the belts getting lifted up and it's a big fight feel here. Two of the big guys the past 11... Or two, the two biggest the past 11 years. And this is 50 years in the making. Oh, because of the titles, because yeah. both of these are obviously younger than 50. Yeah, it's 11 years in the making for these two. 50 years in the making for these two title belts. Belts. So the title belts have got more history and rivalry than Cena and Orton. Yeah. And Orton's got a chair looking to take out Cena. Oh, a test of strength in the middle of the ring with a chair and Orton wins it with ease. What? <laughs> so Randy Orton's stronger than John Cena? That's not hard, is it? <laughs> You just got it out for everybody else, not Randy Orton, haven't you? <laughs> well, this is the Randy Orton special, not the John Cena special. Now, Super Cena, who doesn't lose to just anybody. What was that by Randy Orton? Was that meant to be a chair shot? No, John Cena ducked it. <laughs> Orton going for a chair shot on the back. Oh! Sounded like a gun going off that. Devastating shot to the back of Cena by Randy Orton with the steel chair. Well, Randy tried to put Cena through the table early. Cena blocked it. But he's not blocking that. Now he's just mocking Cena. 
And now Cena with a chair. And now Cena goes on the attack. <laughs> I tell you what's like that. They're going to wear each other out with those chairs in a minute. And Cena trying to drag a table into the ring. Another table into the ring. Well, no, he's not. He's, he's setting up on the outside. We've seen the T's. We've seen the C's. Not seen any L's yet. I'm sitting next to a C. Yeah, I'm sitting next to an L. Oh, my God. Oh, powerbomb attempt from Cena, but Orton jumps over the top very skillfully. Oh. Throws Cena's shoulder first into the steel stairs. And Cena can't block those stairs. You can't see that. Well, he saw it, Dan, because he went face first into it. And now he got the chairs and the ladders. Oh, and Orton with a hand on the title belt, but Cena managing to close him down. Big right hands from Cena, trying to stop Orton in his tracks. Oh, but a lovely drop kick by Orton, taking Cena crashing to the mat. And John Cena's in all sorts of trouble, positioned next to the table, but now trying to move out of the way of it. Oh, now Cena's managed to gain the upper hand. Oh, but a snap suplex there from Randy Orton. Devastating manoeuvre. Yeah, absolutely awful. He's going to break John Cena's neck. Orton throws some instruments of destruction into the ring. Throws a chair. Throws a ladder. Just needs to get a table. Oh, but Cena grabs the ladder straight into Orton's midsection. Cutting him off on his way into the ring. Now can Cena become the first champion of champions? He's getting that ladder set up in the middle of the ring. Climbing it ever so slowly though. I mean, is this it? Is this the moment in history, Dan, where John Cena becomes the WWE World Heavyweight Champion? No, Randy Orton stops him. Oh, dropping Cena on the back of his head there. Devastating by Orton. Oh, he's got that faraway oh. look in his eyes. <laughs> is he hearing them voices? Is he going to finish Cena off once and for all? Closing up that ladder. Oh, a thunderous chair shot to the back of Cena. He's looking to put out John Cena. The Superman of the WWE. Yeah, but Orton missed by mere inches with that ladder that got thrown out of the ring in the end. And then started the chair attack. And now he's setting a chair up in the corner, but took a rope. That could mean trouble for someone. Cena with his patented shoulder tackle. Goes for it twice. Oh, and now drops Orton on his back going for you can't see me. Cena now trying oh, to build momentum. Orton kicks him square in the head and then throws him shoulder first into that chair that he's so awesomely set up in the corner. And now rolling out the ring like the viper he is, slivering away. To get himself another ladder. Can he get his title belts? Well, now Cena's trying to climb up the same side of the ladder Orton is. Both men jockeying for position. Cena bouncing Orton's head off the side of the ladder. No, not from here. You can't do it. You can't see me. Not off the full front. Third. Oh, five knuckle shuffle off the third rung. I mean, he's got to have been at least 15, 20 foot up in the air. I don't know if Randy Orton can recover from that. I mean, Cena wants him to get up. I don't think he can. Will Randy Orton get up into an FU or an attitude adjustment? No, he's going to the apron. John Cena pretending that ladder weighs about 800 pounds. <laughs> oh! A ladder to the face of Orton sends him crashing off the apron through that table that Cena set up earlier. Now Orton's got to be out of it. There's no way that he could win this match. No, it's Cena's. Cena is going to become the champion of champions. The first ever WWE World Heavyweight Champion. 
No one's there. It's gone. It's John Cena's match to lose. Oh, but Orton's up. Managed to topple John Cena off the ladder. Hits him with an RKO. Count it, Dan. Count that on the list. Number 12 of the podcast so far. Orton's got to capitalise on this now. Surely. Don't call me Shirley, but he's going to deliver a couple of thunderous headbutts to John Cena's big meaty head. That's what you'd say about Orton as well. And both them trailing blows. Oh, and now Cena's just eliminated Orton from the Royal Rumble. But he's not going to go for the title belts. He's going to try and capitalise on his advantage that he's got over Orton. Well, if Cena struggled to pick up the ladder, he's going to struggle to pick up the stairs. Oh! Straight to the forehead of Orton. And he's busted him wide open. Not to that beautiful face. I've noticed stairs don't like Randy. (laughs) (laughs) It's the second time in this two-part special that Orton's been busted open by a set of steel steps. Oh, it's the second time in this match John Cena's rammed him into Orton's gorgeous face. You like to ram it into Orton's gorgeous face. As Cena now getting another table. He's already put Orton through one. This one he's going to set up in the ring now. There's already a table up there in the corner. Why does he need another one? Because he's John Cena. He's John fucking Cena. Autumn hit him with saying, don't know what it was. Oh, it looked like a forest. <laughs> oh, I know what it is. Microphone. Microphone. Michael Cole. And he's got Cena draped over the steel steps. Oh, stomps on Cena's head. Now he's just wading away on John Cena's head with that microphone in his right hand. Oh, oh no. He's going to go for his famous punt. Oh, Cena rolls out of the way. F.U. on the announce table to Randy Orton. And that's got to have finished him off now, surely. Don't call me Shirley. Crawling into the ring, but he's still got to set the ladder up and ascend it. John Cena pulling himself up the ladder. Orton's nowhere to be seen. Two titles for Cena. This is a chance of immortality. Randy Orton's able to be seen. The first ever champion of champions. Oh! Oh my God. And John Cena is hanging on to the championships. Orton's picked up a steel chair. Oh! <laughs> and one swift shot to the back. Certainly loosens Cena's grip on the heavyweight title. And now Orton's going to that place. He's got a steel chair in hand and he's just wailing away on the back of John Cena. Looks like he's crazed, James. He has. He's lost it. As Randy Orton. But at least Orton had it to begin uh, with. Oh! But as I say that, Cena with a spear taking Randy Orton through the table that was set up in the corner. But there is still another table set up in the corner on the other side. Both of these men trying to recover. Just giving out facts here. Just making sure everybody knows where the Lola Land is. Well, there's no need to move those concrete mats. <laughs> move concrete those, mats. Those wafer-thin mats. Well, there is if you're trying to get something that you'd hidden there before, which is a set of handcuffs. Oh! And Orton there, he's put the handcuffs on John Cena. One on the bottom ring rope, and the Superman is stuck. There's nowhere he can go from here. God, he's handcuffed, Dan. He's stuck. He can't get out. Got nowhere to go at the moment in time. What can he do? I have not seen a punishment like this in a TLC match. Now Randy can do what he wants. He can get the championship belt 
but I think he won't. And he's got a key in his hand. And he's taunting Cena. Swallow it. Put down your pants. And he throws the key into the crowd. Cena's trying to rip the steel chain. But even Cena's not that strong. And Randy Orton's going to go home. He's going to come back later. He's going to have a little rest. Has the audience got the key for him? Has the crowd in attendance thrown Cena the key back? Are they going to help? Cena's got the chair. Trying to get the chair to break the handcuffs. Well, he's trying to screw it. And he has. Now he's just handcuffed with a turnbuckle. But is it taking him too long? Oh, Orton's up there and he's got it. Oh, no. Cena knocking Orton off. Oh, a couple <clears> of shots to the head with a turnbuckle. Oh, number one's going to finish him off. Oh, and Orton goes crashing to the mat below. And now it's John Cena's. Uh, it's John Cena's titles to get now. It's his match to lose. But is he too restricted? Can he get them both down with one hand? And Orton's trying to pull Cena off. Well, he's got hold of the rope that's attached to John Cena's handcuff. It's a pure battle of strength now. If it breaks off, it's Cena's. Would that count in a ladder's ma- in a table? <laughs> that wouldn't count. He tried to pull him off into it and he just landed kind of face first awkwardly. And now Randy with only one RKO used in this entire match. He's going to go up and become the champion. Oh, John Cena looks spent. Taking his time like he did with the money in the bank <laughs> yeah. briefcase. And the first ever champion of champions, Randy Orton. He makes history yet again on these podcast specials, Dan. He does. We've seen him... Get his first gold, and we've seen him get two pieces of gold. We have indeed. What did you think of the match? You know, for a match that you wouldn't expect two people to take high bumps, I think, you know, they worked it quite well. You know, they they made good use of the weapons available without having to do any high bumps. And, yeah, you know, the way... It finished, it was quite different, you know, handcuffing him to the bottom rope. John Cena still managed to overcome that, but only for so long till he got thrown headfirst into a table. <laughs> and yeah, you know, Orton won it with relative cunning. Well, but, you know, the countless matches these guys have had, you know, hundreds of matches against each other and to still have the kind of new feel to it and make it different, it's got to be an accomplishment at some point, hasn't yeah. it, you know? Yeah, most definitely. Well, you know, as I say, it's 11 years in the making and, yeah, you know, they managed to still make quite a good spectacle out of becoming the champion of champions. Yeah. A quick evolution reunion happened in 2014 after losing the WWE title and injuries hampered him. But since we've been a podcast, we have seen all of Randy's pay-per-view matches. Yeah, I mean, I know Randy had a, a slight injury layoff, didn't he, as we started the pod. But now he's back in full force, isn't he, really? So that's he a, is. a good full thing. strength. And um, main event in pay-per-views. Yeah. So tell me about the RKO then. Dad, you've got the history of the RKO somewhere. What is the RKO, Dad? What is it? <clears throat> the RKO is a variation on the diamond cutter, a move made famous by DDP. The move was first introduced in the 1980s by Johnny Ace, who called it the Ace Crusher. What does RKO stand for, Dan? Three or four years ago, when I first came up with it, Vince told me he wanted a name for it by the end of the day. RKO my initials. What can I say? I was pressed for time. Randy told WWE Magazine on December 2006. 
Randy's entire name is Randall Keith Orton, as we all know, meaning the K stands for Keith. Famously used to propel Orton into the record books as the youngest world champion in WWE history by defeating Chris Benoit at SummerSlam in 2004. How did he learn it, Dan? Well, as I mentioned, in pretty much every match, he has a very good vertical leap. So he thought he'd incorporate that into his move. The first night he planned on using it, he broke his foot. So during his time off from the ring, I watched DDP and Johnny Ace tapes to learn how to fine-tune it. When I first used it during a match, I'd never practiced it before. So why this move above all the others? I wanted to pick something I could do to everybody, no matter how big they are. I could do the RKO to the Big Show or Rey Mysterio size, it doesn't matter. Okay, I mean, what is your favourite finishing move of all time? The RKO. And why is it the RKO? What do you mean, why is it the RKO? Why is, your, why is the RKO your favourite finishing? What is it about you love? Um, Because it can be hit from literally, you can hit the RKO of anything. You know, I won't go into too much detail about where you can hit it from because that'll spoil my top five RKO's. But it is a match that it is a move that can just bang like that, and it drop someone, put them out for the free count easily. Well, yeah, this is the start of the top five RKO's, and coming in at number five it is. Well, we're going to watch the whole match, but you know the RKO obviously comes at the end of it. Don't want to spoil anything for anyone yeah as as we say we've done we ever since the dub in r50 every uh big episode basically we did we do the numbers for it so we had the 50 top wrestlers of all time like we had the top 15 tag teams uh from the wnr 100 we only did the top 10 it was the five greatest pay-per-views of all time either of our lists yeah so now the RKOs get moved on. Well, the top five gets moved on to the RKOs of all time. Because I've got my, I had my top ten ridiculous moments. So now this is my. I would say it would be fair to say my RKO pick. Is that is that fair? Yeah, That's why. Well, I've well, let you have one. Yeah. Now it comes into number five. It is a great RKO. little bit of setup for me. I'm a huge Christian fan, of course, as I've talked about on the podcast. And uh, this was a really weird time in 2011 because we had just had... Well, Christian had been out for a while. He'd left WWE in 2007, gone to TNA, had quite a successful... Uh, 2005, had quite a successful career with them. Decided to come back. Now, there was a lot of hype whereas Christian would win the money in the bank in his first time back, what he would be up to. He actually came back and feuded with Jack Swagger over the ECW title. Probably not the greatest thing for him. But then teamed up with his brother, on-screen brother, Edge. Of course, Edge at this time was World Heavyweight Champion, wasn't he? You know? Yeah. And at WrestleMania 27, he faced Alberto Del Rio and, uh, with Christian in his corner and defended the title. And it looked like Edge was going to carry on having a normal career that he did. But unfortunately, we found out that due to, uh, well, basic neck issues that Edge has had for quite some time, that he would actually have to be forced to retire, which is one of the greatest moments from Raw with Edge's retirement speech. But of course, what would happen with the World Heavyweight title? Well, Extreme Rules, it was Alberto Del Rio versus Christian for the World Heavyweight Champion's time in his career. Christian won the world title in a great moment. 
Would this be the beginning of Christian's legacy like Edge was in the WWE? Well, like I say, it was Extreme Rules on a Sunday. Recorded on Tuesday, aired on Thursday, is this SmackDown. So Christian is the new World Heavyweight Champion. But he had a bit of bad news to begin with, didn't he, Dan? Oh, yeah, obviously. He got his first title defense, Randy Orton, which for any new champion, you don't want to have your first defense against someone with the legacy of Randy Orton. You know, he's won his heavyweight championship a few times now, so he's no stranger to winning titles. Yeah, and and Christian, who's just literally just won the title, his first title defense, his first SmackDown as World Heavyweight Champion, face Randy Orton. Now, I don't want to ruin the result for this, but i got to say, when I was watching this live, I was so fucking pissed off at what happened. But it is a great match. and well, they go on to have a good little feud after this. We have watched a bit of the Christian Randy Orton feud. We saw it at Money in the Bank, where Christian... Uh, won the World Heavyweight title thanks to disqualification on Randy Orton. And, you know, like you say, Randy Orton had this ability as well with the feuds that we see. You know what I mean? This is in 2011. But um, the Christian feud, I think, worked out well because both characters were very different, weren't they, you know? But at the moment, Christian is playing face. I think he'll be all right in this. What do you think of Randy Orton's look as you see him here? Yeah, you know, he's... His look hasn't really changed much, you know, aside from his tattoos growing. His hair's had a little bit of going through, but unlike Christian, you know, he's not had a drastic change going from really long hair to yeah, very short But hair. I would say, if we're talking about Randy Orton's hair, this is the longest he's had it since we saw him back in Evolution. I think that would be fair to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, are you, what are your thoughts on Randy Orton in this time, you know, 2011, you know what I mean, on, on SmackDown now as well? Were you a fan of him? Oh, most definitely, you know, of... As I say, I've always been a fan of Orton, and you know, it's it was a bit of a difficult time for WWE at this point. You know, it was kind of lacking in some retrospects. Hence, why they had to rely on a sort of a veteran in Randy Orton, like you know, to hold the company. Yeah, and you could argue Christian was a veteran at this point. You know, oh, go, most, yeah. going back in the day, and and this was before, like, say, the kind of Ring of Honor guys came through you know you would have Daniel Bryan and CM Punk around but then like the roster has improved hasn't it uh, yeah. wrestler wise from this point in time and in the early going I think Randy Orton's got the advantage of this match and in the early going I think he's proven it way long Christian with some big right hands he's certainly got a temper on him Randy Orton and you know as this feud progresses you're going to see on see the temper a bit more and more really yeah but we were talking about this as well because Randy Orton's character has always basically been the same uh what does that take away from him being a good guy because he's not you know kissing babies and you know hugging fans and high-fiving fans do you think that takes away something for being a like a full-on baby face like maybe John Cena was well, you know, John Cena, he's never been anything face. So, you know, for someone who can adapt to go to either side, even Christian, you know, he's managed to adapt to be a good yeah. heel and a good baby face. So has Randy Orton. You know, when he's a heel, he grows a bit of a stubble <laughs> and his mannerisms kind of change. And when he's a face, you know, he's clean shaven and smiling a lot more. Yeah. Well, as we see in the match, Christian thought he had control of the baseball side to Orton on the outside, but hit him, well, tried to go over the top rope, and using all of his experience, managing to dodge out of the way. Yeah, and I see in the background you've got Michael Cole in his coal mine. <laughs> oh, this about. is there. Well, Michael Cole is undefeated at WrestleMania, we should, <laughs> we should say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was a really weird time, because that's when Cole was just having a go at 
basically every wrestler, wasn't it? You know? Yeah. It's just the Raw. I know it's, we're on SmackDown, we're watching, but this is the time of the Raw Anonymous General Manager as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Can I have you, please? <laughs> yeah. And then old Johnny Laurinaitis would uh, come along. John Laurinaitis! Well, I'm viciously Irish whipping Christian. You know, he's certainly giving him a welcome to the heavyweight championship picture. Yeah, no, but you got to remember, like, like we say, Christian has just come off the biggest victory of his life in a ladder match. You know, took a lot out of him. And to be, to be put up against Randy Orton, I know, I'm not going to say it's fair, but you know, it seems a bit... As far as title defences go, you don't want your first to be against Randy yeah. Orton. You know, there's a few wrestlers you don't want it to be against and... But yeah. listen, I wouldn't mind my first time being with Randy Orton. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you talk about positions, uh, and you're like Randy Orton throughout his career. Well, definitely in the, I don't know what decade you would call this now, what, the tens? Especially the last few years, you know, uh, when Jack Swagger in 2010, 2010 was where they were champion Orton faced him, Christian 2011, you know, Jinder Mahal to some extent now. Even going back, you know, he's always been uh, the guy facing the up-and-coming wrestler. You know, he's always been a good challenger. Yeah. Is he Is he a better challenger than his champion? I don't know what you think about that. You know, he's not had any really long title runs, has he? You know, they've always been over yeah. a bit more before they started, which is unfortunate. But, yeah, I think he's he's better going for a title than he is defending it. Uh, I, I think that is well. But some wrestlers are. I mean, you look at someone like Batista. It was always fun watching him try and get a title. His championship matches weren't the greatest, you know, so sometimes it's the chase is better than the actual delivery of it. And this is what I liked about Christian, you know, after this, he was always wanting that one more match. And he went on until the day he retired about just one more match. That's all he needs. Yeah. But at least he got to taste heavyweight yeah. championship gold. You know? <laughs> Lines Christian over the top and lands on him. Unintentionally, I presume, but still look good. Yeah, well, Orton, you never know, do you? A little kick to the back of the head, always legal. And Christian, or, or you know, suplexes someone onto an announce table, yeah. turning them inside out. <laughs> yeah, trying to hurt people, you know. And Christian trying to hurt Randy Orton, get him down with a back elbow, working him down with a sleeper as well. But it's going to take a lot. If there's anything I've learned watching these, you know, 26 Randy Orton matches, it's the fact is it takes a lot. The Viper, is it the Apex Predator at the moment? I can't, I don't know. Yeah, I think he's the Apex Predator. He becomes the Viper later yeah. on, doesn't he? Yeah, unlike Captain Charisma. I mean, he's doing it for his peeps. C- CLB. <laughs> yeah, CLB. Uh, Christian, at last you're on your own, mate. You know what I'm saying? Really, like... uh... <laughs> but then weren't he still having that theme? I think he teamed up with Jericho for a little while and he had that. Yeah. Theme. I mean, Christian was a great fucking... Uh, was, was a really... Uh, like you said, really unlikable hill. You know, he didn't yeah. have any nice. He didn't have any good traits about him. You know, that's what makes I think for me a really good bad guy. Someone that you just dislike. You know, a bit like Kevin Owens. I think so he can. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like he just unlike Edge, who everyone still loved. Yeah. Like, you know, and for his former tag team partner, I think Edge certainly upped his game when yeah. he became a single star. Yeah, but I think with Randy Orton as well, I think because of the RKO and just his general character, general you know, character. there's still like a core element about him, whereas he's, he wouldn't run away, would he? You know, Randy no. Orton wouldn't, it's not like the Miz or, or like a guy. He wouldn't use his girlfriend as a shield yeah. kind of thing, yeah. I mean, the closer he came to it, as we've seen in the Rumble with Legacy, but even then he, you know, basically did it himself. Yeah, but then CM Punk done the same thing with Nexus. Oh, yeah, but CM Punk's not, not his name. I mean, look at the way he used uh, during his, his title defense with Heyman. You know, the oh, Brad oh, Maddox with the referee oh, yeah, yeah. and stuff like this as well. So, yeah, don't get me wrong about 
<laughs> yeah, Christian's kind of got the advantage. Perched up on the top right, waiting for Orton to get up. Big cross body. He's got him down, has he? No. Oh, I'm managing to kick out. Oh, I nearly went two. And Christian now is going to look for the spear to put Randy Orton away. Using his brother edges move. No, he's not. Oh, no, he's, he's not. Climbing up to the second rope. Christian looks in good shape, though, to be fair to him. Oh. Oh, lovely twisting uppercut. Takes Orton off his feet again. Trying to get the crowd into it. They're kind of getting into it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And Christian's going to look for the... Kill switch. Oh, oh, no, but gets caught with a snap power slam. Orton unable to keep Christian down. Only manages to kick out a two. A two. And Orton gets caught by Christian now on prettier oh. time. Kill switch engaged. Orton pushed away but got caught up on that second rope. Thanks to drop toll hold. Oh. Christian hops over the top rope, goes to deliver a big right hand to Orton, but Orton steps up, drags him through the middle rope, hits him with his suspension DDT. Two. Oh. oh. Unable to keep Christian down and he kicks out. Oh. <laughs> and Randy Orton can't believe it. But even though it's their first match of a few that would continue, you can see the chemistry between these two men, yeah. can't you? Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, Christian, he, he can definitely work in the ring. He was quite underrated in that yeah. retrospect. But, I, I definitely, yeah. And I feel he was always thrown into, you know, aside from with Edge, he was thrown into stupid partnerships, you know, un-Americans. And, uh, you know, I think he went for a few of them. Yeah, but Shins caught Randy now. Oh! oh. So reverse DDT. Yeah, drove him down to the ground, but could only get the two. <laughs> Samoan drop. That's an angle slam. Oh, angle slam, yeah. Orton slam. That... <laughs> oh, no. What's this been now, Dan? Oh, Orton's pounding the canvas, looking to load up his RKO. Oh, Christian, look behind you. He doesn't even know where he is. Orton's lurching behind him. Oh. Oh. Christian manages to counter it, though. Kill switch. Gets the turn. No. Oh. Oh, Orton with a leapfrog. Here we go. Christian's going for it. Oh! Springboarding gets caught with James's favourite RKO. Two, oh. three. And your new heavyweight champion, Randy Orton. Well, Randy does win, but what a great end to that match, wasn't it? That was a brilliant end, yeah, you know. Kill switch engaged, and then Orton pushes him off. Christian goes for his springboard. Something Karava, but gets caught with an RKO. Yeah. And, and, out uh, of nowhere. And Exactly, out of nowhere, RKOs can be delivered. Uh, Randy Orton is the World Heavyweight Champion. It, it did annoy me, like I say, because I think Christian deserved a longer run, even though it led into this feud, and he would be World Heavyweight Champion again. It's a good surprise for everybody at SmackDown, isn't it? Oh, especially coming off a pay-per-view. Oh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see a new Heavyweight Champion at the pay-per-view, and then see it change hands at SmackDown... You know, a few days later. Yeah, but Randy Orton does become world champion. But Christian there deserves all the credit because I thought it was a really, really good match. You know, you can see the chemistry between the two and the ending there being caught with the RKO. But as the match, as the feud went on, we would see Christian being caught in a various different, you know, RKOs as well. See the end now. Kick to the midsection, springboards off the top, <laughs> gets caught with an RKO. Picture perfect. So that's another RKO, Dan. So how many RKOs have we seen? Um, in part two, we've seen three. But altogether, we've seen, unlucky for some, 13. 13. So we move on to the next RKO. Yeah, what, what are your thoughts on that match? Yeah, it was a great match. The start of a great feud. 
you know, one of my favourite Christian feuds, I think. And, you know, even early on in their feud, they both worked really well together. And, you know, you can see why they decided to continue the feud a bit more. Yeah. And, you know, eventually it does earn Christian his second heavyweight championship. Manuel wins so much on these two podcasts, you know, Intercontinental Championship, WWE titles, World Heavyweight titles, uh, WWE World Heavyweight Championships, Money in the Bank. Unified Champion, yeah. yeah. Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, uh, Raw Rumbles. We, we've seen Orton be very successful. And then, uh, you know, obviously as part of Rated RK, which we haven't got any videos on, but, you know, he won Tag Team Championship Gold. Yeah. Yeah. But look at Christian. He had it all, now he's lost it. Look at the realisation on his face. Dejected. But it is storytelling, and this is something that does lack sometimes in WWE yeah. now. You know, you can see Christian and, and why he did turn to the dark side, you know, because if Randy, if if that was to happen to me, then I'd be fucking annoyed with yeah. the guy, you know what I mean? Like, you can see why everything that he wanted to accomplish in his career is just gone now. Didn't Edge give him a talking to after this? Yeah. yeah. I think Christian took it to a different level. It's just like, you don't have to do it. Christian's like, well, do all I want. Yes, number five in our top RKO's, and it was James's pick, and you know he had to make it on the list somewhere. Mm-hmm. And oh, up next, <coughs> up next we have the Beast Incarnate Brock Lesnar, and this was only last year, first of August, twenty sixteen, and it is Raw one And it's not a match, it's it's the beginning, well, it's, you know, the early stages of their feud that they have. I think they have a match at SummerSlam. Yeah, he did have a match at SummerSlam first. We'll watch then. it and then I'll explain okay. why after. Okay. So we have Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar, sorry, <clears throat> Brock Lesnar in the ring. Now, Randy Orton, let's take a victory out of the equation because you don't have a chance against Brock Lesnar. What you have a chance of maybe is survival. Survival. Maybe you don't go to the hospital. Maybe you are healthy enough to fight before the calendar year 2016 is over. And the only way you have that chance is the RKO. But Randy Orton... You ain't gonna hit no RKO at SummerSlam. You're not man enough to get Brock Lesnar in position for an RKO. You'll never hit an RKO on the beast. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Randy Orton with an RKO out of nowhere. I guess he's man enough. I am in shock. The Viper just laid out the beast. Smackdown live, but he showed up on Raw tonight. 
So what just happened now? Well, Brock, uh, Brock Lesnar and Heyman was in the ring. Heyman was going on, you'll never hit an RKO on Brock Lesnar. You'll never do it, you'll never do it. And just out of nowhere, Orton comes running into the ring, hits Brock Lesnar with an RKO out of absolutely nowhere. And it's, you know, his reaction after it. <laughs> he's dancing around like Shane McMahon, yeah. pointing to the hashtag out of nowhere on the back of his shirt, which is an awesome shirt, I've got to say. And, yeah, you know, obviously Hightail's out of there. Yeah, he's getting out of there. The crowd. I mean, Stephanie and uh, McFoley coming out, bringing security, but Orton's already did it. But he showed he can hit an RKO out of nowhere on Brock Lesnar. Yeah, but Lesnar's back to his feet already. Well, he's not gone through a hellacious match yet. Yeah, I suppose to be that guy standing next to Randy Orton as he's doing that. <laughs> you wouldn't be grabbing his arm, though, would you? <laughs> that is raw. Uh, we'll go back and watch it because they're not showing us any replays. But I want to see it again. But, Dan, why is it your favorite? Well, why is it one of your favorite RKOs? Because it is. As it says on the tin, you know, especially the setup that Heyman given it hit an RKO on my client. Someone as pre- prestigious as Brock Lesnar as well. And, you know, to hit it before he even has a chance to react, where Brock Lesnar's so good at reacting, you know, it is just completely out of nowhere. Yeah. You're not man enough to get Brock Lesnar in a position for an RKO. You'll never hit him with one. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> but that's cool, though, isn't it? Because the RKO can do that. You can come out. Yeah. Bang like that, fuck well, off. You know, you know, it's not only from a springboard manoeuvre, as we've seen, it's, you know, from a top rope manoeuvre, it's, you know, reversing a move into the RKO. It is just simply out of nowhere. Yeah, and that, that's what you're saying. The RKO can come at any position. So, yes, yeah, so that was number four. Number three is WrestleMania 27, 3rd of April 2011. And it is in a match against CM Punk. <laughs> Randy Orton is well aware that the Royal Rumble is indeed the road to WrestleMania. Randy Orton hopes to head to WrestleMania this year as the WWE Champion. Hey, the new Nexus! It's Riley! And look at this from behind! It's going for the skull crushing finale, Orton counter! you the title at the Royal Rumble? You decided to punt me in the skull. Well, I haven't forgotten that night. And I have waited this long to get my revenge. As long as you and I breathe the same air, you will never be WWE Champion again. CM Punk, if you think that we are even, that you are even more delusional than I thought, I am only just getting started. 
when I punished you in the skull. But I should have kicked you harder. Punk, you talk about faith like it can protect you. Well, trust me, it won't. It won't protect you when I kick you so hard in the head that I make your neck snap. That I crush your spine. Punk, the only thing that you will have left is the faith that failed you. future because I am going to finish what you started because I'm gonna hurt you I will turn you upside down I will pour your heart out I'm gonna put you in the ground I don't think you'll be punting anybody in the skull at WrestleMania now ain't that a kick in the head. So yes, we are live at Land. We see The Rock hosting WrestleMania. I mean, were you a fan of WrestleMania 27, Dan? It wasn't the greatest of uh, WrestleManias, if I do say so myself. You know, it's not one for the record books, I suppose. I've no. seen a lot better, but, you know, as as far as... There was a few good matches. I, 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 I think you're being very nice to it. I think the Triple H Untake match, even though it was a... Rematch WrestleMania 17. I think that was quite a good one. The main event, Cena and The Miz, was just piss. Yeah. Uh, Michael Cole and the King, we had that match here that as well. Terrible. The only good thing about that was Austin. Yeah, we talked about Del Rio and Edge for the World Heavyweight Championship uh, to yeah. start off the show. Uh, so, like I say, uh, but this, this feud, we've talked about how much I like CM Punk, how much you like Randy Orton, Dan. So, I think this match... <laughs> Orton delivers a punt to Husky Harris, who Orton's Bray Wyatt, yeah. which is quite funny. So, Dan, what did you think of the promo? It was awful. <laughs> There's no effort, you know, with Punk, he's a brilliant talker, but, you know, you kicked me in the head 10 years ago, and I've not forgotten that. Yeah. I'm still annoyed about it. You know, it's like... Come on, there's got to be a better reason to start a feud. Especially when you consider the talent. Yeah, and you put CM Punk how good he was with Randy Orton how good he is, you know, and together it would make sense to have like a proper line as opposed to dating back when CM Punk was World Heavyweight Champion. Now, this is why they were going through a weird period because they're doing weird storylines like this and CM Punk had the new Nexus. And like you say, Dan, one of the members of the new Nexus was... Bray Wyatt. Yeah. And he got punted. And that turned him into Bray Wyatt. Husky Harris yeah. got punted, turned him into Bray Wyatt. Punted so hard, yeah. Yeah. Mason Ryan. They, they punted could, him out of the company. David Otunga punted him onto commentary. <laughs> but if you look at the Nexus and what they were away, Barrett, WWE destroyed that in 2010, tried to get CM Punk to save it. The only shining, you know, the only shining light about all of this for me is the way CM Punk was treated with a new Nexus, the way he's putting a feud here. It turned into the summer of punk with the pipe bomb, and he he got so frustrated he finally vented, and we had that you know gloriousness for a couple of years uh, until you know punk. It is the actual uh, anniversary. Well, it was the anniversary of the pipe bomb, yeah. you know, fjording and punk subtly just put a picture of a pipe bomb on his yeah. Instagram or Twitter. Well, of course, we've had the uh, CM Punk pipe bomb and the Money in the Bank where we recorded last year. Where well. we go back and listen to that. It's also nineteen years. 
the, uh, the other day, to the day of uh, Untaker versus Mankind. I think what we should do, Dan, is next year, to mark the 20th anniversary, I think we'll watch that match again. I think it's only fair you know, <laughs> to be able to see, to see that. 2011, yeah, this is just uh, a couple of months. Well, this is basically a month before we see him beating Christian for the world title. Yeah. But I do like that big cube that's in the middle of the ring above him now. Uh, Orton's punting leg is all taped up and bandaged up. You Looks know, like Punk's been uh, <laughs> <laughs> Punk's been targeting that leg. Yeah, so Punk is a master tactician. He's got a plan in this match. Not only got plan A, a plan B, he's probably got plan C as well. He knows what to do to take Randy Orton down. And for me, CM Punk is a favourite in this one because I think he's. Uh, He's going to have a bright future, this kid, you know, and I think a victory at WrestleMania will propel him up the card because Randy Orton at this time, multi-time WWE World Heavyweight Champion, doesn't really need a victory, does he, you know? Indeed, no. no. It, it just depends who, who who's better friends with the owner, <laughs> yeah. really. But Randy Orton's annoyed. But in this storyline, Randy Orton, for me, is the bad guy because he's the one that cost him Punk the World Heavyweight title, punted him in the face. So CM Punk is quite justified to come back and say to Randy, this is what you've done to me. Yeah, but if, you know, if someone punched you in the head, you don't come back a few years later and bitch and moan about it. You come back like a week later and say, yeah, you punted me in the head last week. You're a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, no, OK. That's, that's, a, that's a fair point. And like Randy Orton's punted all the new Nexus members, they're not going to be here at ringside to help CM Punk out. They're all so, in the hospital. Yeah, this is a one-on-one situation. 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 And skinhead Randy, clean-shaven baby face on the outside. Goes from uh, face to heel <laughs> in a matter of months. But CM Punk there showing his great ring nous, diving over those steps and kicking them into Randy Orton's bad right leg. Yeah, well, he's certainly got a bullseye drawn on his right knee, on his punting foot. <laughs> yeah, that's my punting foot. And of course, the King was in the match earlier. He's not come back to commentary. It's Josh Matthews. Yeah, remember him? He's doing Impact now, isn't he? <laughs> it's not Impact. It's Global Force Wrestling. Oh, it's a go. Okay, it changes every week. Do you know that? Well, he's doing that now as Randy Orton can't get to his feet. Two. Oh. oh. Punk with a crossbody. Only managing to get a two count, though. Two. Come on, Orton. You can win this. But is it arguably... Is it, is, oh, I don't know if it's arguably... It's fair to say either of these men could headline WrestleMania, couldn't they? Definitely. If there was a heavyweight championship involved, this certainly would have been the headline event. No disrespect to Undertaker and Triple H, but I think you know was, this was their second. This is their this is their second match, but they would have the rematch of following WrestleMania. So, oh, so yeah, it, yeah, because I had freedom. I had won a few years before. But I think what annoyed CM Punk as well was the fact that Miz was seen as like the number one heel on Raw, and he was given the WWE title as well. And CM Punk says, oh, "I could have main evented. I could have been WWE champion. I deserved that spot." WrestleMania. It would have been a better match if it was these two guys. You know, I'm not yeah. saying because of Randy Orton, but you know, even Punk against Cena. Yeah, Punk Cena, you know, or like say, even Orton versus CM Punk for the WWE title, you could main event WrestleMania if you have the proper story behind it. Because I think these two men, <clears throat> I think they may match, they match up well, didn't they? You know, because there's maybe some similarities, but they are. We talk about characters, you know, completely different, even though they're both. They're very similar, but yeah, completely opposite ends of the coin. They care about themselves, I would think, more than anybody yeah. else. Oh, definitely. But uh, yeah, you know, so I think it's the way they go about it. You know, see if Punk is in control of this match at the moment. He's just going to wear down that leg. <clears throat> but Punk, how long has he been 
been around for now. 2011, Swindley. I always get confused when he debuted. It might, I might he be... ECW, it's, either, it? yeah, it's either 2006 or 2007. I really should know that. But for someone who, when he first joined, you know, mid-card, Intercontinental title, he got given that chance of the World Championship, got destroyed by the Undertaker, didn't he? You're never going to have that chance again. Yeah. And to still manage to... Um, have the fan support behind him, you know, because there's, so there's only so many times you can lose. You talk about his feuds that he has. He's always on the losing end. And I think that's something even now, looking back on the whole and Punk's career, his main feuds and matches, he was on the losing end, you know? Yeah, but still managed to get it. But I think that's... Even though he's the longest reigning WWE champion of the modern era, I yeah. think even during that time... <clears throat> Oscar. They're WWE champion. Oh. I'm allowed to say that, yeah. <laughs> Slip that in there. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like we're the number one WWE network based podcast out in the world. Lowest type of facts. Or Raw is the number one lo- longest running episodic television weekly show. <laughs> yeah, even though that CM Punk, you know, you look at his feuds with Rey Mysterio on losing end, matches against the Undertaker or John Cena. Never beat John Cena clean, did he? But he'd look to beat Rand Yorton clean now with a GTS. Or, or manages to fight out, goes for an RKO, but gets oh. caught with a lovely elevated kick to his head. That is a beautiful reversal. Oh, couldn't keep him down. Kick out. Oh. I think that's the best reversal of an RKO I've ever seen. But CM Punk to the top. Waiting for Orton to get up. He's taking his time. Yeah, maybe taking too long. Oh, oh crutches Punk on the top rope. That's why he was taking his time. He was playing possum. Hello, possums. But Punk has hit his uh, unmentionables. Uh, and can Orton get the pin, not um, hit the leg? So, oh, oh, well, he was leaning across Punk all nonchalantly, and you don't do that. No, you don't. You can't underestimate seeing Punk, much like Punk shouldn't do it to Randy Orton, even though he is basically a one-legged man at the moment. Uh, Punk pulls Orton right towards the ring post now. Oh, wraps his right leg around it, the bandaged right leg of Orton. This is the game plan CM Punk had, wasn't it? Just take out that leg. You can't hit an RKO if you're down on the canvas. You could hit one from one leg, though. Yeah, but still wouldn't have the same impact as CM Punk now. Going to go for the old Bret Hart favourite, figure four, the ring post. He might be trying to get into the Indian death lock, but Orton's stopping that. Trying to fight out. And Punk, you know, managing to... Do quite well without his Nexus brethren. He is. And he's doing better than he did against Mickey Gould as well at UFC, you know, with these kind of strikes. He lasted longer than 30 seconds. <laughs> oh, and now Orton, uh, Punk's exposing Orton's damaged right leg, pulling the bandage off. Yeah, but Orton's pulling Punk's ears. And he's headbutting him. It looks like these two guys don't like each other. Uh, certainly a, a personal feel to this feud, even though it does go back five, ten years. It is the grand stage of more, and this is the Randy Orton comeback now, Dan. Vintage Orton. It is, after two closed lines as well. <coughs> I, see, I feel he's hearing voices in his head. He's kicking it up again. Oh, oh. Lou Fez press there, was that? Yeah, it was. I'm surprised it didn't hurt the damaged leg. But I suppose because he's... Oh, there we go. He's feeling the effect of it. The um, adrenaline adre- coursing through exactly, his veins. Exactly, exactly. Angle slam again. Oh. That's another angle slam. I think he's kind of put that into his repertoire. And again, not hooking a leg. Even though he has got the forearm over CM Punk's face. <clears throat> I think that's more of what Orton does. He puts the forearm into the face as opposed to hooking the leg. Uh-oh. Is he tearing up for a punt out of nowhere? Is he going to punt punk? Punt punk. So punt punk. There we go. Seeing punk. Oh, beautiful. Oh, now you see punk. 
going back to his uh, stable of kicking. Yeah, combination kicks by Punk. So underrated he is there. Oh, oh couple of high kicks and a spinning heel kick to the back of the leg. Oh, my God. He's got the Anaconda Vice in now. Oh, there's no escaping that. And look at the crazy <laughs> look on Sam Punk's face. Uh, you know, targeting the latch goes onto the arm. Bang. <laughs> yeah, that makes you know, perfect just sense. throws yeah. it off his game. And Orton's struggling, but he has got a little bit of heart on him, isn't he? Yeah, he's got them lanky legs. He's trying to turn Punk over. Oh, oh very intelligent there from Orton. He uses Punk's weight, lifts him over the top of him and, you know, kind of counters it into a roll towards the ropes. But seeing Punk again using his experience by getting a full five count there, breaking just beforehand, getting the full extent of that. I think most of us just do that, though, James. Yes, but seeing Punk's just great. <laughs> Oh, because CM Punk... Yeah, not most wrestlers get to the rope to break submissions, do they, Dan? Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Well, not many people get out of the Anaconda Vice. (laughs) You're right, it is a great submission hold. But Punk now has got... An even greater man can break it. (laughs) (laughs) Now Orton's in all sorts of trouble. Oh, he's looking to get suplexed to the outside. The experienced Orton there throws him straight into the turnbuckle. suspension DDT I think Punk hit a bit of the ring post there as well and he's in prime position he's watching himself on the big screen Randy Orton's never met a mirror he didn't like Dan do you know that can you blame him yeah can you blame him James and what time is it now Dan well he's pounding the canvas he's going to RKO him straight to hell you would love him to look you in the eyes that aren't you RKO (laughs) him go on do it take me Dan we'd both be naked though (laughs) And it hurt as I landed face first because I have an erection and I got straight into the mat. Okay, oh, out of nowhere. Anywho, I think uh, Punk's hearing a lot more voices in his head because he's got up from his coiled position to hit an RKO and it looks like he's going to punt Orton instead. This is what started you, this is what's going to end Orton's, the feud. Orton's hearing voices in his head, yeah? My um, voice. Huh? My voice. No, head. he said Punk's hearing voices. Punk might be hearing the voices of the thousand oh. fans saying he's going to get kicked in the head. Punk's not going to hear it. Oh. oh. But his foot, it's his leg. It's his leg, James. Oh, my God. That might be knee ligament damage there, Dan. Internal bleeding on his leg. <laughs> he might have really, seriously, cruciate ligament. We don't know what could have gone as he goes for the punt and he just collapses in a heap. And Punk knows exactly what he's done. He knew Orton was going to go for that punt and he's just smiling. He, he was. He, he was. <laughs> and Orton there grimacing in pain. Oh, look at Punk now. He's smirking, Dan. He's not got a cigarette in his mouth. He's just got a grin on his face. Yeah, he wouldn't be smirking anyway. He's drug-free. You're right about that. Punk needs to take advantage of it. Finish Orton. Get your bitch free. And we can see Randy Orton. No! Oh! <laughs> so close to getting hit with an RKO from nowhere. And Punk knows it. Orton knows it. The fans know it. You know it. I know it. I'm sure all the listeners know it as well. Look at CM Punk now. Look how happy he is. <laughs> <laughs> he knows he just escaped it as well. His visuals are so great. Yeah, I do really do miss CM Punk. Well, look how close that was. And now CM Punk knows he's got Randy Orton beaten. He's got him in a prime position. Orton's a one-legged man. Here we go. Springboard. Oh! <laughs> gets caught with an RKO out of nowhere. Punk flew right into that one. Oh! <laughs> And that is the free count for Orton. <laughs> that was your RKO. Dan, why did you pick that RKO? I think it was the build-up to it. You know, he, he narrowly escaped one RKO. You see the grin on his face as he, you know, he got away with one, shall we say. Yeah. Perch up on the top. 
Yeah, well, you know, he springboarded his way off the top rope, straight into an RKO again. You know, no one was expecting it. Straight out of nowhere. And, you know, it was it was a very good match between the two as well. Yeah, it was, it was actually really... And I'll not say really good. It was a really good... Fuck me. That's funny. Because... It was a really good match. No, I'm not no, saying really good really match. Good, it no, it was a really good match. It was a really good match. It was a great match between the two. No, it was great. No, it was a good match. It was a brilliant match. <laughs> all right, it's the best match I've ever seen, all right? It was no, the best match on this WrestleMania. It was. It was a. It was a good match. It was a great match for the card. Good match overall. Uh, I really liked the story how they told it, and Punk was all in for that RKO, wasn't he? You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> beauty. And like we say, standing position RKO out of nowhere. Christian off the second rope. Punk off the top rope, and not a bad match to boot, was it? So, up next, Dan. Up next, we have my top five RKOs. And it is number two. This is against Evan Bourne. And it, it's not a match, but it's, you know, a bit of a rivalry these two guys had. And it is Raw 894, 12th of July, Yeah, well, a bit set up. We are halfway through Edge versus Randy Orton match because at Money in the Bank, which is just a week away, we will see the uh, a huge Money in the Bank match. Of course, Chris Jericho, Randy Orton, Edge, Evan Bourne involved as well as Edge and then he sends Randy Orton off. Oh, but what do you think of Randy Orton's look? He looks a bit skinnier, doesn't he? He does. Yes, you know he's certainly got a lot less hair. Yeah, he looks a bit eighty, Dan. I don't know what you think. A bit eighty. Eighty, yeah, you know. No, you know, I think it's because he's tall. It kind of <laughs> makes him look slimmer. Yeah, all right. Well, well, these two, you know, they'd go on to team up soon. Well, they've teamed up. Yeah, they've been a successful team. I mean, this is Edge's last year, full year in the WWE uh, now. Is, yeah, so you know, the former rated RKO brethren having a great match. Oh, not quite a punt, but it's a stamp to the head. Yeah, but you know what that look in Edge's eyes means, that he's going to hit the spear. It's good that we've seen Christian in the list, and Edge is involved, at least in some little way, isn't he? <laughs> well, he's seen some of your favourite wrestlers, Brock, Christian, Punk, Evan Bourne. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I'm... just a shame we ain't seen Mojo Rawley, yeah, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, Orton there with the uh, scoop power slam, putting Edge down, he might be making a comeback now. But he'll never RKO Bobby Roode. <laughs> never! <laughs> Oh, again, Edge sending Orton to the outside. Orton hangs Edge up on the top rope. Starting to get back into this match after being beaten for quite a while by Edge. Oh, Truck Taihado takes Orton back down to the canvas. I mean, I don't have a go at Edge, but he's probably not in the best shape here, is he? You know what I mean? Like, uh, I've never seen a man come back, return in worse shape than Edge did at the Rumble 2010 when he was the surprise entrant and he won it. Yeah. I mean, with that long beard and stuff. Maybe Mick Foley, you know, because... Uh, <laughs> but everybody else that comes back seems to be in pristine shape. Yeah, you know, I think it was just the last hurrah for Edge. He wasn't beard as well as he should have yeah. been to wrestle, was he? And you look at all of the punishment he took in the TLC matches as well, you know. Whereas opposed to Randy Orton, he he's has suffered some injuries, hasn't he? You know, like uh, during this point, I think he went to hit the mat with an RKO in one of the matches against Edge and, like, dislocated his shoulder... I think he's had quite a long, lot of longevity, and I think that's due to his wrestling style as well, don't you think? Yeah, he's not 
you know, a great risk risk taker, is he? No. You know, for his career, he he doesn't need, as he's uh, explained quite well, he doesn't need to take dives, yeah. does he? Don't need to be at 450, does he? You know what I mean? He's got the, he could, uh... could quite easily. <laughs> yeah, if he wanted to, I'm sure. <laughs> Very easily, but he doesn't need to. If you're saying that. Oh, here comes Yorton, come back. Scoop power slam again. Hearing them voices, he's going to try and finish Edge off. He's going to that other place, James. Yeah, he is. Really huge right hands on Edge. Some say it was these right hands that finished Edge's neck off. Yeah, I mean, the strength of Orton, what you're telling me. And if he hits him with a DDT now. Oh, but Edge manages to escape it. Oh, execution. Plants Orton. Is it? It's over. One, two. Oh. oh. Orton managing to kick out. Ah. Can't keep Orton down that easily. As this uh, Orton special has gone to show. Yes, exactly. He's only lost once. So far in this, the entire two podcasts, the greatest win-loss record for any superstar profile that we have done. Undertaker's was quite good, wasn't it? Undertaker's not bad, yeah, but he did lose a couple. Now Edge, looking to spear Orton out of his boots, willing him to get up. <laughs> Orton two wires to that and plants him with a kick to the head. And now Orton's coiled like a spring, ready to hit that patented RKO. Edge reverses it into the spit. No. Oh, Orton leapfrogs Edge. Edge goes into the second turn back. Orton rolls him up, but only managing to get a two count. Two. That's what finishes neck off. <laughs> <laughs> well, huge back suplex. Folds Edge in half. And Orton's going to look for it again. What's Jericho doing out there, the stupid idiot? <laughs> Jericho throws jacket at Orton. With teaming of Edge as of late. That is Orton's downfall, though, getting distracted. Yes, there we go. And Orton's lost another match. <laughs> Second in the podcast. Yes, he can't be distracted. That's the problem. And uh, as soon as he does, costs a bit. Edge gets a victory. Thanks to a little help from his Canadian buddy, Chris Jericho. Oh! <laughs> well, he gave Edge the victory and hits him with a code breaker. Every man for themselves. Oh! oh boom. That's going on the RKO count. Yeah. Jericho get hit by the RKO. And here comes Evan Bourne. Oh, lovely spinning heel kick there. Drops Orton to the mat. And now the little man. Is he going to go up, little man? Hey, little man. <laughs> hey, little man. Bourne goes up. What's he going to go for? Air Bourne. Shooting star. Oh! <laughs> gets planted with an RKO out of nowhere. And I mean, Orton's had to fight off three men and he does it successfully. But I don't want to take away from the fact that that was a fucking great RKO. I don't think the fans and attendants can believe what they just saw there of Orton hitting that RKO. Still look in his eyes. Still blue eyes just piercing through Evan Bourne. <laughs> knowing exactly what he's done. And Evan Bourne's laying on the mat in a twitching mess. I mean, that's one RKO and that just leaves you there for ages. Yeah, I mean, Bourne's down. I mean, Lesnar's back up at this point. And Jericho's down. Edge is down. Orton... Standing. Yeah. The apex predator. The viper. The viper. The legend yeah. killer. <laughs> Let's see replay on the RKO, Dan. No way. No way. Randy Orton's halfway across the ring. There's absolutely no way. Evan Bourne's going for airborne, ladies and gentlemen. you got to be kidding me. Amazing! 
I've spoken to Orton and he said that that is his favourite RKO out of nowhere. Just the timing that had to go in that to get that inch perfect. And, you, you know, you, you can hit the glorious DDT from that. Why do you like the RK, that RKO so much? I just think the spectacular of it because Orton likes it, <laughs> you know, and it is, it is just a phenomenal RKO. Yeah, it is really, really cool. Uh, one of the coolest RKOs, like you say. And again, another position off the top rope, getting hit by that as well. You know, RKO out of well, from from out of nowhere. Look at this again, slow motion Airborne. replay. So you know, as we say, we've seen one from a springboard from the second rope. We've seen one completely out of nowhere. We've seen one from a springboard off the top rope. We've seen one from an airborne. How can we? top that how 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 can we well dan it is now time after all this build up that we've had all these matches for andy orton it comes down to the most important on this podcast the number one rated by you rko of all time and we are going to watch the match involved dan so why don't you just give me all the glorious sound it is wrestlemania 31 29th of march 2015 and it is a match against Seth freaking Rollins. So, Dan, before we uh, start watching it, how many RKOs have we had up until this one? 17. 17 RKOs! Fucking hell. All right, Dan, so let's watch a promo for Seth Rollins versus Randy Orton at WrestleMania 31. The future. Something all men hope to have one day. You have to look to the future, and I look to you, Randy Orton. The business is in his blood. To be the man above every other, it's what every man hopes to achieve. Randy Orton has just won the Intercontinental title. thing about the future is there's always another one on the horizon the shield has owned this yard for well over a year oh my god ladies and gentlemen the dawning of a new era the future of the wwe mr money in the bank seth rollins hello mr money in the bank Seth Rollins is running away. Stop starting fires that we have to put up. I came here to personally express to you my appreciation. Oh! Kane and the security team going after Randy. And I'm a beatdown. Start still fighting back. Oh my God, no! Finish it. Oh my God, Seth Rollins. And with that curb stop, the future is now. For four months, all I could think about was having my vengeance on Seth Rollins. Randy Orton is back! Randy, come back home. Join the authority. I was just biding my time. The mind games. 
Lots of fun. I wove my way back into the fabric of the authority and eventually got them to trust me. But I saw an opportunity to present itself. And that moment when he needed me to make that tag. Oh, no. I saw fear in Seth Rollins' eyes. An emphatic statement from Orton. WrestleMania, number 31. We saw the one and only appearance of Sting. Yep, Daniel Bryan's last WrestleMania as a, a wrestler. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar and uh, Roman Reigns Boo! the main event. Rollins would go on to uh, have quite a, quite a successful night, really. <laughs> so the second match on the WrestleMania main show. So, Dan, what did you think of that build-up, then? It was a lot better than the CM Punk build-up, I'll give it that. Um, you know, it is... I think they kind of replicated it later on with the Bray Wyatt storyline, you know, Orton weaving his way back into the fabric of the authority. Um, but yeah, you know, it was, it was very good. It seems a very personal build up to a personal match. You know, there's nothing on the line for this match. Yeah. Well, it, as we say, not only the similarities, you know, but the, the similarities between Rollins and Randy Orton. Randy Orton being the future of Triple H saying, you know, as evolution, you can be a star. And they're say, basically saying to us, this is Seth Rollins. This is what what he's going to do as well. He will be the next Randy Orton, so to speak. The future man in the bank. Not yet WWE champion, but so much, you know, talent and the chosen one from the Shield. And with Randy Orton, he was the face, wasn't he, of the company. Yeah. And Triple H decided, no, it's time now for the future. So it does make sense in a storyline way. Uh, and we see Seth Rollins coming out here not getting a bad reception. But I don't know about you, but WrestleManias, I think, work better at night. You know, what do you think of daytime manias? No, they're, they're a bit silly. But again, you know, as the mania progresses, it gets darker, doesn't it? Yeah, but I don't think, I think even at this point, it still didn't, when Bray Wyatt and The Undertaker came out, I still think it was like, you know, getting dark, so you didn't have that great effect of the yeah. entrances. Is this his 12th WrestleMania? Yeah. I did not know that. WrestleMania 32 wasn't at that, was he? He was injured. Was he? 33 was that, wasn't he? Yeah. So 13 WrestleManias. 13 world championships. Not a bad record, that, is it? Not all his world championships was run at WrestleMania. Oh, no, but just out. saying. But, yeah, you know, yeah. 13. This, 13 he, is a very lucky number for all. And he's been in WWE for 13 years now, so. So this is 13th WrestleMania. He's been in, no, this is his 12th WrestleMania. 12th WrestleMania, 13th. 13, 13 years. years, yeah. He's not missed, he's 12th straight. He's not missed a WrestleMania. He is Mr. WrestleMania. Yeah, well, next year he'd Mr. WrestleMania. <laughs> but, 
then he'd be in a WWE title match, you know. So in the next WrestleMania for him after this, he would win the WWE Championship. So it's not bad, is it, you know? I'm sure he'll put another young fellow over here in this match, Dan, as we've seen with his record, you know? Well, you know, Seth Rollins is the future. Yeah, and I think the future deserves an opportunity to have a victory over the Viper at a mania. And, you know, as we've seen quite recently before, and if there's distraction by the ringside, he's going to get distracted by it. Yeah, and J&J Security are there. Uh, they're, the, they're the later on Singh brothers. Yeah, the Joe Mercury and... Um, Jamie Noble. Jamie Noble. But you quite liked him, though, didn't you? You were a massive fan of J&J. I remember you. <laughs> you were saying they were <laughs> your favourite team. <laughs> I liked Eminem, not yeah. J&J. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Orton there with the drop kick. We haven't seen that in a while. He's going for an RKO. Seth Rollins getting out of there before he got hit. Exactly. But Rollins now is trying to get back in control, but Orton has got all the experience in the world. And uh, Randy Orton in the corner to Rollins. It looks to be in control now. Goes for the buckle bomb, but Orton just bounces straight out of that and delivers a thunderous clothesline, turning Seth Rollins inside out. And now he's called up to go for an RKO, and he gets distracted. <laughs> yeah, here comes J&J getting knocked down. But, going to try and get up again. Yeah, but Rollins showed his power there, but Orton just, he's in killer mode at the moment. He's not showing any, uh, he's, not, he's not been in any trouble in this match. Suspension DDT from the ring edge onto the very, really wafer-thin mats. At least, he's not, at least he's not throwing them on the announce table, though. Oh! Plants, pair of them. Uh, I think pair of them are out now. What's Rollins going to do? Oh, uh, shoulder barges Orton onto the announce table. Beautiful suicide dive there by Rollins, showing he can fly <laughs> as well. And with that, Seth Rollins in control. Throws Randy back in the ring. Can't get him down, though. Kick out. Oh, now he's going to work on Randy. Calls WrestleMania 31 as well. This is before the advent of the dust, Dan. Hey, this is the event before. It was. One month out. Now that deep sleeper by Seth Rollins. He's, he's Randy Orton, Randy Orton, isn't he, you know? Well, I think if Randy Orton wanted to cash out, he would at this point in time. He's getting his ass handed to him by Seth Rollins in this match, Dan. And you said it's RKO's, but I can't see RKO's anywhere. All I can see is the future Seth Rollins just battering him, battering him. After Orton was distracted by J&J Security, Mm. Seth's had the upper hand. Well, Randy Orton tries to throw Seth Rollins on the outside, but he springboards in. Oh, could have caught him with an RKO, but sidestepped it and hits him with his thunderous clotheslines. Oh, going for his scoop power slam. Seth had it very well scouted. Holds on to the ropes, but goes to charge at Orton, and he gets hit with the scoop power slam. Yeah. Second time of asking. It looked like he was going to try and get the curb stomp, but Orton's got scouted. And we've been with each other's being on each other's side this past year. Like we say, Randy Orton's probably looked at Rollins, and this is what he does. He looks at his opponent, doesn't he? He's got the plan. He knows what moves they hit and where to scout. And we've seen it before. The Christian RKO, you know, the CM Punk one as well. Evan Bourne, Orton knows when to strike. He does, like a viper. But Rollins is going to try and suplex him in the corner. Uh-oh. Orton turns the tables. Lovely overhead suplex there with the old fisherman for good measure. And J&J Scooty's still down. <laughs> On the like, wafer-thin mats, and what's Orton going to do now? Oh, going for the third suspension DDT. But no. Seth had that scouted, steps inside the ring ropes, deposits Orton over the top rope, and Orton lands on the ring apron and gets caught with a lovely inseguri. Well, Rollins can use those kicks, can't he? So good. 
Yeah, that's got some quite educated feet. Springboard moonsault. Oh, oh fucking hell. He's back here sat at the announce table. I don't think he meant to do that. But Orton definitely got the brunt of that. Yeah, lovely acai moonsault. And now he's got to throw Orton back in. Finish him off. Seth trying to scramble to the top rope. Orton's narrowly getting back to his feet. RKO. Oh. No, just like Punk, he crutches him on the top rope. <laughs> I'm not saying Randy Orton matches are similar, but is this the CM Punk match? <laughs> if he suplexes them off the top. <laughs> well, this is, you know. It's what Orton, Orton does. scouts it. Yeah. He sees him going at the top right. I crutch him, superplex him off. Job done. His opponent's move may change, but Orton will make sure that he does what needs to be done. Indeed. But Rollins has obviously watched the CM Punk match because he's reversing it now. He is. He's managing to fight his way out of it. <laughs> flip. You can see everything. Oh, oh, but Orton had Seth Rollins equally as scouted as Seth Rollins had Orton. So I was on Gooch Watch though, mate, so I didn't really see that then. He's drooling. I mean, now what's Orton going to do? Well, he hasn't been in the top since 2005. Well, he's still got it. Oh! Body. Seth Rollins rolls through, he goes for the cover. Oh. Orton managing to kick out. Oh. Ducks Seth Rollins' kick. Seth Rollins ducks a clothesline. Now he's Uh-oh. got him in prime position for the suspension DDT and nails him with that this time. Ducky, ducky, quack, quack, as Booker T would say. Rollins is in trouble. Well, Orton, he's coming for you, Rollins. And he's getting the crowd onto their feet and he's loving it. Yeah. They're like, Orton, we love you. And Orton now. Winding up for an RKO. Oh, oh Seth rolls him up. Two. Ah, <laughs> oh, but Orton managing to kick out. Oh, kick to the face there of Orton. And now what's he going to look for? Oh, no. Looking for us to leave it. Sal gets caught with an RKO. And that's it. One, two. Oh! I think that's the first person that's kicked out of an RKO on this podcast. I think it is as well. Unbelievable. No, Hogan did. He, oh, wow. Hogan must have done. <laughs> no, he didn't get hit with an RKO. If he didn't get hit with yeah, that's fair enough. If he did, then he kicked out. We know. Oh. <laughs> Either that or he just got straight back up again and hulked up. That's more likely, yeah. yeah. Okay. No cell, yeah. <laughs> but we're not talking about Hogan. We're not talking about any of the matches we're watching. We're talking about... Can Randy Orton put Seth Rollins away at WrestleMania 31? Well, if he's kicked out the RKO, James, what can you do? Is that your favourite RKO of all time, then? Have you just seen the RKO? Or? No, 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 no. Uh-oh. No. Oh, punt. He's lining him up. Don't you call Randy Orton that again. <laughs> no, 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 I said he's going for a punt. Ah, right. Yeah. He's going up to kick his head off his shoulders... Rollins in serious trouble now. Oh. oh. <laughs> Jamie Noble comes in to save Orton. Mercury. Oh. Mercury. <laughs> Fucking hell, I can't keep up with these RKOs. Oh, but Rollins kicked a midsection. Here we go. Curb stomp. Oh. Hits Orton with his finisher. That's it. One, two. Distraction oh. loss. Oh. <laughs> and again, it could have been another distraction loss for Orton. Uh, but now he manages to kick out uh, the curb stomp. Curb stomp. And we've seen three RKOs in this. Are any of them your favourites? I mean, Mercury coming off the top pretty cool. That's good, but we've already seen one coming off the top to an RKO, so no. Oh, so this is something different. This is something different to the past four we've seen. Oh, Rollins holding his nose. Can't believe it. Uh, I did like the curb stomp, but you can see why they banned it, can't you? <laughs> yeah. But yet they keep the coup de grace. I know, it's a bit weird. Oh, anyway, anything could happen now. Seth Rollins, Randy Orton. Randy Orton, 
Seth, Seth Rollins. Rollins. <laughs> wow. So what can Seth do? Is he going to line him up for the Phoenix Splash? Will it be an RKO from a Phoenix Splash? Oh my word, that would be absolutely awesome. As the crowd you can see goes far as the eye can see. Here he comes. Oh, oh Orton rolls through. Seth sees it. Lands on his feet. Another RKO attempt. But no, Seth going for another uh, another curb stomp. Oh! <laughs> and that is my favourite RKO. <laughs> and Orton saying, you feel that? Oh! Orton using the back of his head to elevate Seth Rollins up. Flips it into an RKO. Absolutely picture perfect. Number one RKO that I've ever seen. <laughs> Just like that. Orton with a victory. Why is it your favourite RKO then? I think it's, you know, like the last few minutes of that match, it was all action. Both men, again, you know, working really, really well together. <clears throat> As Orton's done throughout, you know, a lot of his matches, the match with Punk, the match with Christian. Yeah. And, you know, it's just the uniqueness of, you know, how he can turn anything into an RKO. And... Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's just everything coming together creates it brilliantly. Yeah, well, we'll see the replays. Oh, no, that's the first curb stomp, couldn't get the job done. Yeah, what do you, what do you think of the match? I thought it was a great match. Yeah, I thought, I thought, it, was a, I thought it was a really good match uh, to have, you know, it's only like 10, 15 minutes, 10 minutes long as it's going to be in the mid-card <laughs> WrestleMania, but I think they did everything they could do with the time possible. And I think yeah. sometimes with maybe Randy Orton, you could say maybe he doesn't, but I think him and Seth Rollins, like you said, had that chemistry as we see the RKO now. You see, though, you know, he goes, elevates Rollins up. And, you know, fair play to Rollins. Because he must have been a vital part of that going really well as well. And he had to get himself elevated off Randy Orton's head without hurting it, if you know what I mean, to try and get to step up so Orton could then get in position. I mean, it was a move that must have been uh, worked on beforehand. But the execution of it, I think that's what we've seen in every RKO, haven't we? This the execution of Randy Orton as... uh, it, why he does the move so well because it, it has got to be inch perfect you know a second out here or there and it could look like a load of shit yeah but you know throughout all these archives i don't think you've seen a botched archive no no i don't think we have either you know uh, out of the 21 that we two parts of this podcast <laughs> 21 rkos that's just in matches as well not promos so if you had the promos yeah. you would have got over 50 you know but most definitely yeah. wow so in the end we saw what four rkos in that just one match there james have you what are your thoughts on randy Orton? because we know what my thoughts on Orton are and we know that i'm one of his biggest fans james has this helped you i don't know appreciate Orton more yeah it's kind of given me a Newfound respect for Randy Orton, you know. I mean, be able to watch all of his ma- all his major matches major in matches. in his career, you know, and to see what he's accomplished. He's accomplished a lot. Like we say, thirteen time world heavyweight champion. So many good matches that he's had with the right opponent. I think that's what we'd be fair to say with Randy. Yeah. When it's someone like RVD or Christian or CM Punk, Seth Rollins, you can get a great match out of Orton. Um, and even in the other, you know, feuds like with John Cena and stuff like that as well, we have seen good matches tonight. And yes, a new respect I have for Randy Orton, especially the RKO. The RKO has got to be probably, you know, one of the most, if not the most dangerous feature in WWE. 
Apart from Glorious DDT. Uh, so, you know, and to see the top five tonight, to see why you like Randy Orton so much, Dan. I've learned as much about Randy Orton as I have about you as well in these two podcasts. But anything else about Randy Orton, Dan, or the whole experience of doing this? Because this will never, will never, will never, ever be doing a Randy Orton special Unless he again. dies. Unless he dies. So, Dan, what's your last words on Randy Orton? Better way to end the Orton anthology than to see him become the 14-time world Yes, and that is next week's episode. Well, we all get one, don't we? So this is the, uh, the double for all, and we had the, the trilogy for Undertaker. Who will be next? If anybody's got any ideas at home, let us know what superstar you would want to see being profiles on the WNR podcast. And how are you going to tell us? Well, you can contact us on Twitter at WW Network Review or at Vince McDan, WWE. I'm at J underscore Rollins. We're also on Facebook. Facebook, you can come and find our page and give us a like with a WWE Network Review podcast. So you can come and find me and add me as a friend. And of course, across all the Google platforms as well, WW Network Review on Google Plus. The WNR podcast at gmail.com. Send us an email there. We're on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel, the WWE Network Review podcast. Watch all our latest videos, including Oscar vs. Ember Moon, which has had 4,000 views now. Probably fucking 10,000 by the time we do this. But thank you all so much for watching our videos there. And of course, the podcast got the same time on YouTube as we do other places like Sapphire. And also, we've got two live specials coming at the end of August for NXT TakeOver and, of course, WWE SummerSlam. So they will be live on Spreaker Radio. And we're on iTunes where you can download, subscribe, rate and review there. But that is it for Randy Orton, Dan. Any last words? We're just about to listen to the last thing we're going to say. Anything else? I hear voices in my head. <laughs> I have been James Rowlands. As always, always joined by... Dan White. Thanks for listening, everybody. And bye. Bye. Voices in my head, they counsel me, they understand, they talk to me. You got your rules in your religion, all designed to keep you safe. But when rules start getting broken, you start questioning your faith. Hates to love and loves to hate I have a voice that has the knowledge And the power to your fate I hear voices crying I see heroes dying I taste blood that's trying Just